Hi friends and welcome to another episode of Lionsgate Podcast with your two besties, Sadi and Omni. I'm Omni and I got my girl Sadi right here. Hey guys. Alright, so this week we are going to talk about lucid dreaming, dreams, and dream interpretations. And I got some herbs for you that are going to help you out. Um, but first we are going to do our questions of the week. Uh, we had two questions written in. If you would like to have any questions written in to us, uh, you can hit us up on Gmail at Saudi and Omni, which is S-A-H-D-I-A-N-D-O-M-N-I at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at our joint Facebook, which is Saudi Omni. Or you can hit up our Lionsgate podcast, which is also on Facebook. So first question is Saudi. I listened to your podcast about shadow people and being a person who's seen them a lot in my life. Does that make me a bad person? And before you answer, I just want to say that that us having that conversation, I did not take that away from the conversation. But if one person did take that away, I'm glad that they wrote in. So it's important if you guys have questions to write in. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a great, great question. Yeah, me too. Um <clears throat> And just like you said, like, I hope that um, it didn't come off that way. But um, usually shadow people don't attach to places that have high vibrational energy. Mm -hmm. They have a hard time resonating in spaces like that or around people like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't mean to come off that if you do have shadow people around you that you're a bad person. Right. But it is an indicator that you might be in a low vibrational energy. Mm Mm-hmm. Or someone in your household, maybe. Right, because you gave a really good example. You said when you were in, you saw them, if I if I remember right, you said you saw them when you were in an abusive relationship, right? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, so I took it as, with your example, that, and I know we talk about low vibrational people being maybe not the best people, but when you were like, when I was in an abusive situation, you you have no choice but to be low vibrational in that instance. So I took it as like, okay, well, that makes sense to me. Yeah, you're in a low vibrational place. We've all, I feel like, been there Mm -hmm. in one way or another. And so, yeah, I could totally see you seeing shadow people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I I think the few people that I have known in my life, when they've seen shadow people, they were in a really bad spot. I think one friend was, like, addicted to drugs at the time. So it made a lot of sense to me, but I get like somebody who has seen them and maybe feeling I don't want to say insecure because that's totally valid to feel like oh no am I a bad person am I low vibrational and you can be low vibrational and still be a good person yes exactly it's exactly you know so labeling good and bad you Mm -hmm. know um I don't even like to do that yeah but it's easy it's it's easy to put labels on stuff to so people understand them more mm-hmm. um but then also get misinterpreted so right. so very good question all right the next question is omni <laughs> omni last week you referred to yourself as ashley and saudi also referred to you as ashley is omni not your real name and the question, question like the answer is yes and no and we were actually going to we're talking about doing um a segment on this already so i won't get super deep into it um so Ashley is my birth name. Um, my sisters, I have three sisters. They have very unique names. My mom and dad were hippies. My mom put a bunch of names into a hat and what they pulled out is what they got. And somehow Ashley got put in the pot for me. And um, my mom said she like gone with the wind. So <laughs> I got stuck with that. And I've always felt like it didn't fit me. Um, I remember when I was younger, 
Um, I used to rewrite the spelling of it. My dad hated that. He's like, you changed your God-given name. I'm like, you are not God. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) But um, through meditation and through um, just really searching for it, Omni is my spiritual name. And spiritual names, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cultures that will, well, there's one out of, I believe it's Scandinavian. I could be wrong there. Um, but they will give their children, um, a spiritual name and then they will give them a common name and they will not let the spiritual name be used in common stance. So like they won't call that child by their spiritual name ever, but the close family knows it. And they don't do that because they believe that if somebody else finds out your spiritual name, that they can use magic against you and they can put it into a spell and they will have control over you that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there's other cultures. There's some native Americans that, that uh, cultures that will, or tribes that will just give like common names to the children. And then when they become a certain age, they pick their own name, which I think is beautiful. And I, like you, Saudi, I've known you for five plus years now. And even though Saudi is your spiritual name, you go by that every day. Mm -hmm. I'd have never known you by your birth name. And so for me, I go by Ashley in my everyday life. Um, I actually went by um, when I was married I went by my initials of my married name and it was very liberating going back to my birth name after that divorce. So I do go by that, but I feel like, um, there are people that do use their spiritual name when they're doing magic alone. And that's, I think I fall more into that category. Um, that's where that name came to me. And, um, I feel like using Omni on this podcast is, fitting because I'm being vulnerable with you guys and we're talking about spiritual stuff so that's where it fits if I refer to myself as Ashley it's probably because I'm talking about my common life so just to clear up any confusion this is such a good question and we'll go deeper into that subject at a different episode because there's a lot to unpack there but long story short there is no short story with me because I'm (laughs) long-winded that's my answer Yes, my birth name is Ashley, and uh, spiritually I go by Omni, so um, either which way. (laughs) Um, All right, so we're going to move on to dreams and dreams interpretation. We have so much to talk about, so much to unpack. This may be a two-parter. We'll see when we hit about the hour mark. Um, Oh, my God, I'm so excited about this episode. All right, so Saudi. um, Okay, let's say if I have a dream about... Okay, if I have a dream about my mom, mm-hmm. right, is it going to mean the same thing as if somebody who, because we talked about how, like, I love my mom, she's my rock, whatever. Mm-hmm. Would it mean the same thing as, like, my friend who had a really abusive mom come to her, and l- let's say we had the same exact dream, would the meanings be the same? Do they fit all? Because I've read dream interpretations where, like, an owl always means spiritual change, or this always means that. Mm-hmm. But I've had dreams where I'm like, that doesn't resonate right right it's because we're all different yeah and so like you were saying you can have a completely different relationship with your mom than Mm -hmm. i had with mine so going to a dream dictionary and saying that mother means nurturing and Mm -hmm. you know love um that can mean two totally different things for us right so it's good to pay attention to the entire dream right and bring back like how did you feel during the dream what does your mom mean to you what does it represent Right. Um, because dreams speak in metaphors. 
Yeah, because I... Okay, so this always comes back to me. Um, you were telling me about... It, not only just dreams come in metaphor, but, like, you, sometimes your... Your... I don't want to say visions, but, like... Um, yeah, your visions mm-hmm. come to you in metaphors. And you were talking one time about... <clears throat> Um, your friend Bruce, right? Uh, yeah, do you yeah, know what I remember that about? one. Okay. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I can tell that story. Yeah. So um, he had a cousin of his a few states away, and um, he was about to pass away. He was very sick, and Bruce called me and he's like, you know, hey, I'm I'm really tired and I don't want to, really want to drive all that way tonight. Um, can you check on in on his energy and see how he's doing? And so the image that I got was a little kid wiggling a tooth. And it was right there on the edge. I mean, mm-hmm. you pull it one good time and it's going to come out. And so I immediately called Bruce and I told him that you need to get to him now because he's not going to make it very mm-hmm. much longer. And he ended up driving all night to get there and he made it in time to be there by his side when he passed away. Right. You know, because it was like right there on the edge. Mm-hmm. And metaphorically it was telling me that it's almost time right it's like right there I remember you telling me that in real time and I got goosebumps when you're like yeah and then he passed away but he made it in time Mm -hmm. and I was like that's so beautiful (laughs) and I know for you like you don't need validation in and I don't want to say your craft really but like your craft really you don't need validation because Mm -hmm. you've been doing this for however long but it I know it still has to feel amazing when you do get that validation when you're like yes I listened to my intuition. I trusted it. That's something I'm still working on. Like, I know when I trust my intuition, it's spot on. Mm-hmm. But I still have have that struggle where I have that voice in my head that second guesses it, you know, themselves. I still have that, too. Yeah. Even though I've been doing this for a long time and I do trust myself, yeah. sometimes I don't. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, your insecurity <laughs> is you great feel- to hear. <laughs> If that makes you feel any better, I'm insecure too sometimes. It does. Well, it's kind of, you know, like nerves, you know. Sometimes, um, you know, doing this podcast, me and Saudi are both nervous talking to people. And we talk to people all day, every day. That's like our profession. And Mm -hmm. so, but putting our stuff out there is kind of, is very vulnerable. So we both have to shake off nerves. And it's weird when when we tell anybody that that knows us because, you know, that's what we do. I don't think they believe us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> we'll take a video. <clears throat> They'll see all of our funny little dances we do. <laughs> um, okay. So we have a write-in story. And I'm going to read this story real quick and go um, through it because I think it's really cool. Um, if you have a write-in story, go ahead and hit us up on all our outlets that I said at the beginning. Um, and it may be read on air. So, all right, here we go. Um, I had broken up with my boyfriend for, uh, for a few months and hadn't talked to his cousin for even longer. He was really a happy person and a nurse last time I had talked to him. I randomly had a dream about his cousin walking down the street. So her cousin or the, her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend's cousin was a nurse and happy. And she hadn't talked to him for a while, just to clarify. He was homeless and he looked really sickly, like addicted to drugs and drugs were taking over. He was being pulled by dogs and the dogs were fighting him. When I woke up, I contacted his mom, her boyfriend's mom, and asked how he was doing, then told her my dream. She said she didn't talk to him anymore and wasn't sure how he was. So that was that guy's aunt. Yeah. That night, she called me and told me that he was in the hospital with multiple stab wounds. Police found him in a homeless camp or bus or something like that. 
After that, we were trying to figure out the rest of the dream's meaning. I thought the dogs meant he was being dragged into hell. Later, she texts me saying that she knew what everything in my dream meant, and it was right. After investigation, they found out that he was high off of drugs and stabbed himself. And with this, he stabbed his dog to death. Oh, that's crazy. And that's like not even a dream. That's Mm-mm. that's real life. That part was real. And that's right. <sighs> that's heavy because I love animals. And I, what's messed up is like, because that, that is pretty much the whole story. But part of it is is talking about how he loved his dog. So obviously he was high and stuff. But like. I don't know. I've had some crazy dreams and I've been like, well, what does this mean? And, you know, this, it wasn't literal, but it was pretty freaking spot on. Right. Like the fact that she had a dream about the cousin. She didn't even like, she didn't even really know him that well. Mm-hmm. And I've had, actually, this made me think of a dream I had. Um, so <laughs> my ex's best friend growing up or one of his best friends that I never got along with. He thought I was too bubbly. If you could believe that. <laughs> And he's kind of punk rocker dude. And his ex-wife and me were friends, or still friends to this day. And um, I had a dream. He had, like, oh, he had, like, cuts all over the top of his head. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, stapled together, and they were bleeding. And I was, like, yelling at him. And I was, like, look at you. And he's, like, I'm fine. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was, like, look at you. You're bleeding. You're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Snap out of it and I woke up and I was like something's wrong and now this guy I'm obviously not going to say his name he struggled with addiction um, in the past and stuff and I don't keep tabs on him because me and him never got along right. <laughs> so it's and I don't really talk to my ex that much unless it has something to do with the kids so I'm not going to talk to him so I reached out <laughs> to this guy's ex we're still friends on mm-hmm. Facebook and we live far away from each other but I was like look I know this is your kid's dad I know you guys may not be on good terms, which I guess they are now. Um, But, like, I had this scary dream, and it really hit me hard, you know. And she goes, oh, my gosh, that really does. I have not heard from him for a little bit, and he is in an abusive relationship. And so to me, because I felt like that was a strong enough message, to me I thought, oh, he's in an abusive relationship. He needs to get out of that. Not that he was going to get chopped up in the head. Right. But that, oh, he's in, he needs to get out of that situation. And she had a talk with him and stuff, and he's doing better and all that. So right. uh, whatever, I got the message out. But it was a metaphor that, I mean, if I were to take literally, I would have just felt crazy, you know. But right. it, it was it wasn't literal. It was, I mean, I guess he's, he's in abusive relationships or whatever. And it, you just need to get out of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I've had a dream about my ex's stepdad. Well, okay, I had a dream I thought my dad was passing away. And it turned out that my ex's stepdad passed away. And I got this sense that he was really upset that nobody cared that he was passing on. And I didn't, I wasn't close to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not close with my dad either, but like, right. I wasn't close to him. And so I, I, when I found out he had passed, I knew it was his energy. And I'm like, why would he come to me? Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about that where they yeah. have premonitions, but it's not like the person that they dream about. So they might have a dream yeah. that their mom passed away and it ends up being their uncle. Yeah. Uh, their mom's brother or something like that. So I'm not really sure what those dreams are all about. I don't, I'm not. Maybe that's the way they connect. 
Because I'm not connected <clears throat> to my dad, mm-hmm. but he was my father-in-law. Right. And and so it directly in, it impacted your dad. Yeah. So you could have been feeling that or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Um, okay. Um, you had a study that you wanted to share um, called the FMRI study, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm- yeah, I'm right. so excited to hear about this. Okay, okay. So, once. <laughs> you know, for the longest time, people thought that um, if they couldn't lucid dream, they didn't really believe that mm-hmm. it could actually happen. So only 20% of the population um, can lucid dream on command or do it regularly and naturally. Right. The rest of us have to work at it. Right. You know? um, including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so back in 2012, um, they did their first experiment that proved that lucid dreams are real. And so it's called <clears throat> an FMR, fMRI scanner, and it measured the measures the blood flow to different areas of the brain so they can see thoughts and actions through images. Okay. Um, so they had somebody that claimed that they could lucid dream. And in real life, they told them, hooked them up to the machines and had them clench their fists over and over and over again, and they saw what lit up. And then they had them go into a lucid dream. And while they were dreaming, they told him to do the exact same thing. Right. Well, identical images were when he was awake doing it or when he was in his lucid dream doing it. And so they proved for the first time that lucid dreaming does happen. And yeah, it's not he said, she said no more. (laughs) It's real. It's not hoodoo voodoo no more. It's real. (laughs) That's so cool. Oh, okay. So. Did you read? Okay, so they just did the the fist clenching thing, mm-hmm. but they didn't do any further yet. Oh, they have since then. That was just the very first <sighs> experiment. So now since I then, they yeah, you can read all about it. I get they've wait. done all different kinds of experiments <laughs> since then. There was this girl on <clears throat> on, uh, I think it was TikTok. She was talking about how she was in a lucid dream, and this guy was like, "Oh, write down my because like you can't write down numbers and you can't read." numbers or it's really hard to read text or numbers mm-hmm. but she he's like she's like just tell me your facebook um handle or whatever and so he just said it and she's like all right and then she woke up and she instantly went to facebook and it was some dude that had like passed away in 2017 and she's like what the fuck? that's crazy yeah so that's that's kind of interesting that you bring that up too because science says mm-hmm. that you cannot imagine someone in your dream that Mm -hmm. you've never seen before so you see thousands of people on tv and in passing Mm -hmm. and in your lifetime and your subconscious is like a supercomputer right so it's like constantly running and picking up images so they say that even if you see strangers in your dream they're not actually strangers i've heard that i've heard they're people that you have seen before somewhere somehow you might not even remember seeing them right <clears throat> but that doesn't explain how someone could have a dream right where I was she meets say, a guy she's never met before yeah because and I've, it turns out that he yeah, passed away i've heard like back a so, hundred years ago how we had dreams about um or how we have way more vivid dreams now because of tv and what we're able to experience through tv and like um, VR headsets and all that stuff versus 100 years ago or when, 200 years ago when there was no TV mm-hmm. and what people could dream then. But yeah, you're exactly right. So I believe in science, you know, yeah, to an extent, but there's some things that they just haven't been able to prove yet. That's what I'm saying. So I don't take science 100% yeah. either way. That's you know? how I feel about that. Yeah, because how do you 
How mm-hmm. do you explain how spirits you've never met have visited you? You know? Right. It's, you can't. Not yet. Right. Magic is just science that hasn't been dis- proven yet. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, somebody said <laughs> right. that to me and I was like, that's so true. I think I saw that on like a Facebook meme or something. <laughs> it was probably a meme. Probably a meme. I probably shared it to our Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it. It was amazing. <laughs> right. So do you want to talk a little bit about... Mm about um, yeah. how how you can get better at lucid dreaming. Yeah, actually, I have some I have some techniques. Um, so I was reading up. I mean, I know for myself some techniques that I am bad about practicing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm bad about practicing. So I did some research for y'all. Um, Dr. Stephen LaBerge, and if I butchered his name, don't come for me. I know I'm bad at pronouncing names like Carl Jung. <laughs> We're talking about Carl Jung and he does he invented shadow work and i was like carl jung <laughs> but okay so anyways uh you can use um there's five different methods here you can use the wild method which is w-i-l-d it helps your body go to sleep and your conscious to stay awake you have to experience a hallucination before you fall asleep um kind of like mini dreams it's when you feel like you had a dream, but you obviously haven't been asleep long enough to reach REM sleep or dreaming state. Um, I do this when I wake up for some reason and I, I'm having like a really good dream. And then I like want to go back to that dream. And so I try to go back to sleep, but and then jump right back into it. Like, you know, when you're having like oh, a I really can do good that. dream. I can jump back I've, into my I've dreams. done it, but I can't do it consistently mm-hmm. i've done it you can't do it purposefully you just... i do i do purposely yes i have done that but not every time like so no, no just get me back in that dream like mm-hmm. oh that was good um okay two reality testing so ask yourself in your awake life am i dreaming put your hands together push your palms together i guess some people if they push their palms together in dreams they push through each other and that's kind of weird mm-hmm. uh, that's never happened to me Notice how you're engaging with your surroundings. Um, set a timer every day or even every few hours to check things while you're awake. So, so I can add to that one. Yeah. So I actually did this technique. Yeah. It was a little bit different. So every time I opened a door mm-hmm. when I was awake, I would ask myself, am I dreaming or am I awake? Because you open the refrigerator door, you open cabinet doors, you open That's doors so all smart. the time throughout the day, right? So you're training your subconscious mind to ask that question every single time you open a door. Any kind of door, I don't care what it is. You're so smart. And so there's going to come a time when you're dreaming and you see a door. Yeah. And you're going to open a door at some point during yeah. a dream. So if you're constantly doing that for like a week or two and you do it every single time, you will lucid dream. And that is like one of the best ways that I... That's such a good it. idea. Yeah, because I can't set timers because every day. Because I'm in a dream and I go to open a door and be like, am I dreaming or awake? And you know when you're dreaming. Yeah. So you ask yourself that question in a dream and you look around and you're like, oh shit, there's yeah, definitely I'm dreaming. dreaming. Right, and that's how you go into lucid mode. Oh, that's so smart. Because I'm <clears> like, I can't set timers every day. My schedule is crazy. No, I wouldn't set timers. Yeah. Just And you don't even have to do it with that. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be opening a door. But that's It could be smart. something that you do every day. Yeah. You know, like every time you go to the bathroom or every time, you know, yeah. you do something that you do multiple times during the day. I think opening doors is brilliant because mm-hmm. you, everybody opens doors. Right. Unless you live in the forest, which then you're not listening to this. So. <laughs> right. All right. What's the next one? <laughs> every That's time you hit a tree branch. I <laughs> said, um, <laughs> so the timer. Um, okay. It says when you're dreaming, you can check the mirror. 
Okay, this though, this little advice freaked me out because I was like, I thought you weren't supposed to ever look in the mirrors no, you when you're dreaming. Mirrors. Yeah. So when. I don't know. I know they're like portals to other dimensions. And mm-hmm. I was like, I thought it was a bad thing. I don't thing. really like it when people say you shouldn't do this in a yeah. lucid dream. Because I say, fuck that. Like, do whatever you want to do in your lucid dream. Like, right. Play with your subconscious mind. Right. You know? And a lot of people want to be like, well, don't do this. And mm-hmm. don't, you know, don't look into a mirror. This could happen. Um, and I don't see why not. You know, because I look into mirrors. But I see a different person when I look in the mirror. Um, so like, whenever I'm in lucid dreams um, and I do look into a mirror, mm-hmm. I know it's going to sound funny, but I have Down syndrome. When you look so in the mirror? Be, yeah. So it'll be me for a split second and then the image looking back at me, she has Down syndrome. So like in a different dimension, you think that you have Down syndrome? Maybe. That would actually make, I mean, right. that would make sense in the sense that in other dimensions we're slightly different because... Mm-hmm. Different choices, different dimensions, Right, and it's whatever. only one chromosome off or something. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah. So, and and it's always been like that. Really? She's always there. Every time you look in? Every so time. that's the one dimension over? Maybe. You think? It might be. Can you travel through? Can you, what if you, you walk can travel through the mirror? You can, yeah, you can travel through dimensions. Oh, I've never tried to do that before. Ah! <laughs> that's going to be the next thing that I do. I want to hear Maybe about it. Maybe I can it. switch places with her. Yeah. Or, you know. That's what I wondered because uh, we're getting into Dreamwalker territory, which is going to be a different episode. But uh, so mm-hmm. I won't go there because I ha- I have some really good stories with that, not mm-hmm. of me, but of a girl I know that is a Dreamwalker. Um, right. Okay, so yeah, the mirror thing kind of I was like, should we do that? And I love how you're like, fuck that. It's your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Like it's right. it's you. Like uh, there's so many people that are ruled with fear when it comes to, and I'm one of them. Like some things I'm like, I thought we weren't supposed to do that, but the more I. <laughs> The, and this goes with every aspect of life. The more you educate yourself, the less fear drives you. Mm-hmm. And it's the people that aren't educated that are the most scared. Right. And but I mean, there are things that I would stay away from personally right. from my own belief system. Because right. when I'm in lucid dreams, it feels like it really happened. Yeah. So if I'm fighting somebody and I have to kill them. Right. That's different. But if I set out in my lucid dream and I'm like, I want to see what it feels like to kill somebody. Right that's something that I personally wouldn't want to do for right. myself. But I would never tell anybody else right. not to do it. I never because, even thought of that. Yeah, maybe there's somebody out there that, you know, in a dream state, that would help them, you know, as yeah. therapy or something. I don't know. Yeah. But for me personally, I wouldn't do that. Because right. then I would have to, I feel like I'd have to deal with the consequences of it. Yeah. Um, when I woke up. Oh, that's crazy. I've never even thought about but that. But even that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. okay. Moving on. Um, okay. So it says push your palms together in your dream like you did when you were awake. Because some people, like I said, when they push your palms together in their dream, they go through each other. Look at your hands. Look at the time. Or look at your hands. Because some people, when they look at their hands in their dreams, they have six fingers and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. I've never had that happen. Knock on wood. Uh, knock, <laughs> knock on wood. Um, okay. Uh, look at the time to see if it changes because... Um, if you're awake, obviously the time's going to stay consecutive, but in a dream, when you look at the clock, it'll change drastically. Like one time it'll be 310, the next moment it'll be like 1230. Um, read a text. Studies have shown that it's almost impossible to read anything in your dreams, like to read a text. It's pretty hard. And it's, it's 100% harder to read it twice. So not only read a text once read it twice and my dyslexic ass would probably read it and be like it doesn't make sense because i'm dyslexic 
<laughs> Maybe I can read perfectly in my dream. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe that's why I'm dyslexic. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, lastly, breathing. Pinch your nose, and then if you're still bre- breathing, you're dreaming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could see myself suffocating in my dream. <laughs> um, I've never heard of like, that one before. Well, it's kind of like the movie Inception. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've watched the movie Inception. Yeah. It's all about dreams. Mm-hmm. And you know how they have, like, that thimble spinner thing? And Yeah, that's how he knows. Yeah, that's how you know. If if the thimble falls over, you're not dreaming because gravity. But if it stays up, you know you're dreaming because Mm -hmm. it's not real. Well, you don't have that on your list, but I want to go back to the dream journal. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have it on here. It's later. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many do you have? Sorry, it's a little long. Hold on. Okay, let me get through it. Let me get through it. We keep talking. (laughs) It's because this is fun. (laughs) Okay, um... Okay, don't just try one of these. Do it every time. Sometimes your your smart brain will catch up, will catch on, and pretend like it can't breathe when you oh pinch your nose. Um, okay, so three, because there's five of them. Okay. These are like mini things within them. <laughs> Wake back to bed in one technique. All right, so set an alarm for five hours after your bedtime. So this is the technique which I didn't even realize. Just to backtrack a little bit. When I had night terrors as a child, my doctor had me set a time an alarm for four hours after I go to sleep and made me wake up um, during REM sleep and write down my dream. And this worked for me, but it also made me stop remembering my dreams eventually. So I think it's because I was scared of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of funny that this is a way, like he was therapeutically telling me how to lucid dream without me understanding it mm-hmm. when I was little. Um, all right. So set it for five hours after you go to bedtime, go to sleep as usual. When the alarm goes off, stay up for 30 minutes, enjoy a quiet activity like reading, fall back asleep. When you go back to sleep, you'll be more likely to lose a dream while you're awake. Choose any activity that requires full alertness. Research suggests suggests the changes of lucid dreaming depend on the level of alertness and not the specific activity. Mm-hmm. So if you wake up and you you're reading, I can't wake up and read a book. Like, yeah, I'm if tired. I'm awake, I'm, I'm going to be awake for the rest of the day. Yeah, I don't think that one would work. For yeah, me. for I mean, but everyone's different, right. so it might work for other people. Yeah, maybe I'll like go for a jog. That's that's funny because I don't <laughs> like to jog. <laughs> Maybe in your dreams. I know. In my dreams, I'll run. Maybe I'll lose weight. All right. So number four. Oh, I'm going to butcher this. Mononic induction of lucid dream. It's the mild method. M-I-L-D. So not like wild. As you fall asleep, think of a recent dream. Identify a dream sign or something that's irregular or strange in the dream. An example is the ability to fly. Okay. You mm-hmm. always say you fly. When I fly in my dreams, I'm swimming in the air. It's really slow and annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about returning to that dream. Acknowledge that the dream sign acknowledge that the dream sign only happens when you dream. Tell yourself, the next time I dream, I want to remember that I am dreaming. Recite the phrase in your head. You can also practice mild after waking up in the middle of a dream. This usually recommend this is usually recommended as the dream will be uh, fresher in your mind. Okay, so this is kind of, I think wild and mild are kind of similar because I jump back into a dream after I wake up to pee and I'm like, that was a good dream. I want to go back to right. it. Um, okay, so then number five is keep keep a dream journal. Mm-hmm. And one thing you had told me was um, because my little 
texting, but well, like first thing I wake up, I reach for my phone and mm-hmm. I, I get on my phone and that just really kills it. Mm-hmm. And so you were talking about dream yeah, journals. Like, <clears throat> dream journals. So say you, you get up and you use the bathroom, mm-hmm. keep a dream journal with a pen by mm-hmm. the toilet. You know, get up, go use the bathroom. And even if you can only remember a couple of things, like a clown with red hair juggling green apples, okay? Mm-hmm. Just write clown, green apples, juggling. That's yeah. it. You don't have to spend an hour writing out because people are like, I don't have time at first thing in the morning to like write out my entire dream. Yeah. Don't. Just write keywords. And then and that's remember enough what they mean. That, and then eventually, and so you write that down. And then the next night before you go to bed, grab your dream journal and look at what you wrote. Mm-hmm. And pay attention to it and try to remember your dream from the previous night. And this then you can go back technique. into it. You might not be able to go back into it, but it's teaching your brain to remember. It's your consciousness working with your subconscious together. Because you're trying to wake up in during your dream. your dream, right? Yeah. So that's something that I've found really works for most of the people that I've talked to about it. So you just keep a dream journal. And then the following night, you know, morning when you wake up, you mm-hmm. might be able to remember a little bit more of your dream. Write everything down that you can remember. It doesn't have to be in complete detail. That's though. so smart because right. I am a, like a long. If you guys can't tell, I'm a long-winded bitch. So, you know, I'll right. be sitting there for and hours. It, and if you don't want to write it down, you could also have a, a recorder beside you. Oh, and you could talk about your dream to yourself, and then right before you go to bed, listen um, to what you said. Um, that's even with, so smart. I it's really crazy, like kind of off topic, but even with mantras and things like that, mm-hmm. you can listen to somebody tell you something over and over and over again, but your mind will pick up on it faster if it's in your own voice because you listen to what you tell yourself more than you're going to trust yeah. somebody else telling that to you. That's true. But the way that the brain works, if it hears your own voice telling you something, you're going to believe it. That's amazing. Yeah. I never thought, you know, I, I send, I send Saudi like a hundred voice clips a day <laughs> and cause I like talking obviously. So that's like, dude, that's mm. what I'm going to do. So re- start recording your dreams and then play it back the night before when you go to sleep and then tell yourself I'm going to remember my dreams tonight tonight I'm going to lucid dream even if you have to tell yourself that for two weeks in a row I promise you if you do that consistently you will wake up in your dream everybody can do this okay like me might it might not come naturally because it didn't to me either um only 20% of us, right? Can right. Do it, you know, just naturally. I know. Um, I wish I was one of those 20%. Shoot. But you think about that, that, that might be like evolution because yeah. it's, it's grown over the How years. How many years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that could be like another part of evolution. Yeah, you know, that's how crazy. We're growing and being able to do things like that. Yeah. Um, well, because, I mean, think about what you can do in your dreams, though. Like, that's... Right. That's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. With my dreams, I mean, I have, like, server nightmare dreams. <laughs> Those are just your subconscious being, like, you're stressed out. But, like, there's uh, other dreams that, I don't know, there's, like, you have prolific um, epiphanies in your mm-hmm. dreams. Well, what about, like, um, what is his name? Um, Albert Einstein. Oh, for yeah. For instance, right? Um, he called it his dream reality. But he took lots of little naps during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and the theory of relativity came to him in a dream. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, and then there's Tesla. 
and he would explain going into like a virtual reality type space. Mm-hmm. He would like, he didn't really call it lucid dreamings, but he would say that he would put himself into a trance or some form of dream state where he could work on his inventions and his mind. And he said it didn't matter if he was actually doing, working out the invention in the third dimension mm-hmm. or if he was doing it in his dream, that it made no difference. Really? Yeah. So like he can make a car car explode by accident it's not a big deal because it's in his dream right (laughs) and because he messed up on that part he would take that back into the third dimension and he would know not to do that because the car would explode or whatever yeah right so he'd be able to work it out in his dream that's so cool and And then then i think he's not sleeping at all i mean really his brain's not sleeping right and and all of these like some of these people, um, there was a guy that won the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. So it was about the the first model of the atom or something like that. Um, so he dreamed of like planets attached to pieces of string, and they were like circling around the sun. And when he woke up, he suddenly envisioned like the movement of electrons. Really. Right. And then the one that I really like is there was this guy back in like 1860s. He was a chemistry professor. Professor, mm-hmm. And um, so he was trying to figure out the structure of benzene. Okay. Right? And this was like way back in the day. And he said that he was like working on it for days and days and days and days. And he decided to just sleep on it. And so when he went to sleep, he was seeing like the molecules and atoms. And then they turned into snakes. And then one of the snakes coiled around and bit his tail, turning into the ancient symbol Ouroboros. Oh, right. That's and badass. so he literally solved the chemical structure of benzene in a dream, just like that. That's so cool. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like Martin Luther King. I had a dream, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you never know what he was doing in his dreams, I too. Know, right? You know, that's honestly, because. Yeah. Um, And then there's like one more that I really thought was cool. There was like a Russian chemist and um, he did the same kind of thing. He would take naps and he would, you know, I believe he was lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. And so he was trying to classify the 56 elements and decided to sleep on it. And in the dream, he saw a table and all of the elements just magically fell into place. And that's where he came up with the periodic table. That's so cool. Right. Because that's stuff we use, like, we get taught in school. This is stuff that's, like, really helped society move along scientifically. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And those right. are just ones that are recorded. Can right. you think of everything that's not recorded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's, I, I've read about, like, actors and stuff that talk about lucid dreaming and stuff like that, oh, too, where they boy. were, like, you know, manifesting things, um, and lucid oh. dreaming. And then, yes. yeah, like, manifesting. So if anybody's ever watched, like, the law of attraction or know Mm -hmm. anything about that right you're supposed to imagine that that's actually happening to you like if you want a new car you're supposed to imagine Mm -hmm. the smell of it and what it looks like and what color it is and how it sounds and how it feels when you get in it and you can imagine that Mm -hmm. right but what if you can actually do it in your lucid dream you're Uh actually in the car you're driving it you're test driving it if that's your car and you'd be manifesting you could manifest that into your reality yeah actually doing like a simulation of that in your lucid dream purposefully yeah right and so the law of attraction gets doubled over Uh like tenfold right that's amazing i Mm -hmm. it's like a simulation you can have sex in dreams oh girl (laughs) (laughs) you can pretty much do whatever you want whatever you want i (laughs) uh we've all been there um uh no tom holland 
I'm pretty sure it's Tom Holland. He's the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. Don't hate me. Um, so Tom Holland, there was like this whole clip about him. And they're like, dude, did Tom Holland manifest his whole life? There's a clip of him when he was little. And they were like, or younger, um, before he ever did any of the Spider-Mans being like, who's your who's your biggest celebrity crush? And he's like, Zendaya, which is his girlfriend now, mm-hmm. who ended up doing the Spider-Mans with him. And then there was a clip... Uh, interview of him being like who's your favorite superhero and he goes oh spider-man and then he he -hmm. got the part of spider-man and then there's a clip of him um that of them being like what's what's your favorite uh video game and he's like uncharted and then he was in the movie uncharted and they're like did dom holland just manifest his whole life and i'm like fuck yeah he did right like how do you do it bro he's probably dreaming about it dreaming (laughs) yeah i bet he's one of the 20 percent. and so like just on the subject of talking about like these famous philosophers and inventors mm-hmm. and things that are going I believe that my son traveled to that realm mm-hmm. so my oldest son he's really into yoga and meditation and he's very spiritual he teaches me things every time I talk to him mm-hmm. um, anyway he had he lucid dreams um, quite often yeah and so he was having a dream and um, he realized that he was dreaming so he went into lucid mode right and behind him he saw a one of those boats that you see like at a fair or yeah. a carnival or something like that. It was like a big dragon boat that just kind of sways from side to oh, side. Oh, yeah. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to get on this boat. And so he gets on and it starts swaying and it puts him into this deep trance-like state. Mm-hmm. And he can feel that it's just going back and forth and back and forth. And he feels like he's raising in consciousness. So he's meditating and he's in a trance state while he's in a lucid while he's dream. In a lucid right? dream. So <clears throat> anyway, the boat finally stops and he looks around and he sees people um, doing math, complicated math equations. He sees people doing experiments, science experiments and stuff like that. And he was just kind of in awe of where he was. Right. So he walks up to this guy and he's like, where are we? Like, what is going on here? And he's like, this is where we take the metaphysical and we pull it into the physical. This is where we experiment on our creations. Tesla's and, in the corner. <laughs> right. Tesla's over there. And, and probably, like, maybe that's yeah. where Tesla and all of these other people that I was just talking about, maybe they went there, too. Oh, you so know, maybe cool. there's a whole dimension where anything is possible. So what did he do when he was there? So um, he said that he, you know, just kind of looked around and he met this guy and uh, he asked him what he was doing. And he said that he had this really cool machine idea uh, where you put an image in, any image Mm -hmm. that you want. And within a matter of minutes, the computer can tattoo it on your skin. Oh, right. In a matter of minutes. And so I have 50 hours worth of um, tattooing on my arm, 50 hours. And... (sighs) It would be amazing if I could just put this image into a computer right? and have it done in three minutes. Yeah, especially because what if you get a shitty artist, too? <laughs> like, I have been blessed with the artists that right. have done my, my ink, but, like, ooh, yeah. yeah. I've seen some bad <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I would totally do mm-hmm. that. But that's a concept idea. So it was basically where people would have these concept ideas, and then they would go to this realm to experiment and see if they could make it work. Yeah, fuck Shark Tank. Right. Get me in my dreams. <laughs> Get me in my dreams. Right. right. <laughs> that's so I think awesome. that's crazy because you can do other things like that too. You can use the dreams as a simulation. Yeah. Right. I wonder, I'm like, how would he even get back there? Like, he'd realize he's dreaming and then just like be like, all right, let's, does he need the boat or does he just like sit down and focus? 
I mean, we can pretty much do whatever we want. Yeah. We have to figure it out within our own consciousness, yeah. too, because everybody's different. Exactly. So, you know, next time you're, if you're really, really good at, like, trance meditation, yeah. the next time you're in a lucid dream, do that and see yeah. if you can raise your consciousness within your dream. Oh. See, yeah, I need to get to step goes. one more. More, um, I mean, I've lucid dream plenty of times, mm-hmm. but it's not consistent enough. But I would recommend, like, when you first start lucid, lucid dreaming, just play with it. Yeah. Fly or, like, talk to people or, you know, just you know, do fun things and play around with it. Yeah. And then when you get better and better and you can recall more information and bring that back with you. Okay. Um, then you can start really working. Right. Yeah, I, th- there's some people that state. say that you you shouldn't tell other people that they're not real or that you're dreaming because they get mad. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I've never had that happen. Well, I've noticed that um, when you talk to people, they have their own type of consciousness. Yeah. They say that they're all, you know, different perspectives of yourself. Yeah. Um, that's what science says. I'm not sure if that's, yeah, you know, the case or not. Yeah, I think I made a note not. of that, saying that it's your, your um, that if you ask somebody a question... That it's it's your subconscious answering, and I thought that was interesting. Like, really? Right. I'm like, what what questions could I ask myself and get a real answer out of? Right. I don't know. Oh, we were gonna talk about um, the spirit animals also. Yes, that was so cool. So you can actually go into your lucid dream and ask for your spirit animal mm-hmm. to present itself to you, and then you can go into that animal. Yeah, and so that's... say it's an eagle, and you can go into the eagle, and you can fly, and you can feel what that eagle feels, and get messages through that. Yeah, and didn't you say like you could? Because she she was just talking to me about this. Um, you were saying that in your dream you can ask your spirit guides mm-hmm. or higher self to show themselves. And you can connect to them that yeah, way. you can. Which, that is amazing to me. And I've always said, like, I feel like I, I, I feel like my communication is definitely more so in the dream world. I feel like that's where I'm, I'm at, but I'm just disconnected from it. And I think a part of it is, well, for one, discipline. But for two, um, I think it does have something to do with that therapist not explaining what I was doing mm-hmm. when I was younger and it right. did shut a little part of me off. So just working on it. Like I have, um, so what helps me is I wanted to bring this up, um, is I, I'm all about herbs and teas and like we drink tea every time we are doing this podcast, we're sucking down tea. Um, so if you're like wanting to help yourself lucid dream, um, any of these will help you and there's, there's more out there, but this is just off the top of my, my top shelf. So like lavender, chamomile or skullcap, they're all going to help get you relaxed and calm. And it's a lot easier to, I mean, not just go to sleep. Like, I don't know, you take a Benadryl, you're not going to remember shit. You're just going to pass out for 16 hours. Mm-hmm. So you want something that's going to gently rock you into that. Um, mugwort is my favorite lucid dream everything like when I astral projected that's what I was asking for at that that place I went to was mugwort and I think that was my spirit guides being like you need to get this because this is this is where you need to go and I even grow it a fun fact about mugwort actually (laughs) Um, if you smoke mugwort it'll give you the same effects as weed Um, and I've tested it Um, but it they last half as long 
So um, I don't recommend buying mugwort and doing this. I did it with the stuff I grow because you don't really know exactly what they put in it to to smoke it. I feel like is I don't know. Well, you can go to a reputable you could. herbal store or something yes. like that. Most people have those in their area where yeah. you can just go to a. You know, I like to herbarium. go to ones that are the special ice and smoke like smoking herbs because I feel like smoking herbs and drinking them are two different wheelhouses so mm-hmm. like when i'm going to smoke something either i grow it or i go to a place that specializes in the the, the mixes that help you like to smoke it because i don't smoke uh anything very often ever um but in asia they mugwort grows everywhere it grows by all the rivers and stuff because in asia weed is illegal <laughs> unlike mm-hmm. here in the states or most of the states here now and so they'll smoke that as like a supplement <laughs> like instead so they can't get in trouble and i just always think that's funny <laughs> um anyways this will help you lucid dream have prophetic dream prophetic dreams see i'm doing it now stuttering um and then enhance them um sage i always recommend please grow it and just uh it it really helps with peacefulness so if you're having scary dreams um sage will help clean out those just kind of like you do around the house like it helps clear out the negative energy Uh, same with dreams it helps clear those out have peaceful dreams rosemary i use that for everything but it really helps to increase memory so if one of your problems like me is like you'll forget your dreams because you get sidetracked very easily um rosemary will help you focus and help you remember them um blue lotus flower is an ancestral uh flower and it helps open up your third eye i also use blue blue lotus flower because it helps with anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. and so um if i'm just feeling kind of down i always put this in a tea Mm -hmm. this is how you can smoke blue lotus flower also yeah Mm -hmm. i have not tried that yet but i know you can i've done it before yeah okay no tell me your story on that real quick i don't really have a story on it it's just um i've astral projected using blue lotus that's right and smoking it and so i've had good experience with lucid dreaming too yeah so in and you can yeah it's that is probably one of my favorites mugwort is my number one that blue lotus flower is probably close to number two um if not tied uh wormwood is vivid dreams now i will say wormwood and mugwort are so bitter so if you're gonna have it in a tea get you some hibiscus lots of lavenders get some agave if you look um you can make lavender uh syrup and i use that in all my teas because it's delicious so it's just basically it's like liquid lavender sugar (laughs) um skull cap is a big one it helps you relax it helps get rid of stress so it helps you um ease you into that dream state um so you'll be more alert magnolia bark bark is also super bitter so just fair warning um and that helps you astral project um specifically so um let's see lemongrass so lemongrass, if you take that, it boosts color and um, it just makes it brighter and um, more exotic. So um, if you need more vibrant dreams. Um, and then rosebuds will help like women in, in particular. Um, so if you have a female driven dream <laughs> or I don't know if, if you if you're needing a dream that's like that's like empowering like Mm -hmm. you need that feminine energy i would i would drink some rose i mean i like rose tea so and then peppermint is like a big one too it's for lucid prophetic it it helps um 
level you out. Um, there was another herb, the Heritaki. Okay, you got to talk about this. So Heritaki is um, one of the most powerful herbs that I've ever taken for astral projection, lucid dreaming, opening my third eye. Um, when I I don't take it too often. I'll probably take it for a week or two and then I'll stop for a few months because Mm -hmm. um, the effects are almost too powerful. Okay. Um, If I take it for too long, I'll start to feel like I'm in between two different worlds at the same time. Really? Yeah. It opens my third eye that much to where I feel like I'm in between the third and fourth dimension. So how do you take it? Like, I know it's a it's a powder. It's a powder. Um, I take mine in a capsule because I don't like the way that it tastes. Some people do. Some people will um, just take the powder and swish it around their mouth. It's great for your gums and your teeth. It's Gross. an antibacterial. <laughs> it's it's, it's good for so many different things, too, yeah. like for medical reasons. Um, but I take it before I go to bed at night. Okay. A big glass of warm water, like half an hour, hour before I go to bed. And the dreams that I have and how lucid they are is amazing. Okay, I have an yeah, important question. Yeah, it just kind of like blows your mind how fast it starts to work within a few days or even the first night. Will you shit the bed? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to lie. And you take it right before bed. Some people shit. claim that it, it's good to, you know, remove just like all the gunk out of your body. Yeah. Even parasites and things like that, you know. Not all of us have healthy lifestyles where we're just eating, you know, raw fruits and vegetables. Yeah. It like it flushes your system out. And so it does cleanse you. So maybe the first time that you take one first night or two, because your body does start to get used to it after a couple of days, um, you will have to use the bathroom when you wake up in the morning. Okay. Maybe do it on a day where you don't have to go to work or have anything important that you need to do for the first few hours in the morning (laughs) when you wake up. Um, But that's good for you too. You Wait, know? but it's you like won't shit the your... bed though, right? It doesn't no, work that I, fast. No, I doubt it. <laughs> if I, I shit mean... the bed, Saudi. I... <laughs> I'm calling no. you up at three in the morning. <laughs> Poop no, and chocolate. It, it's not that bad. It's not where you're gonna have like bad stomach cramps yeah. or it's not gonna hurt you or anything. But yeah, you, it does flush your system completely out. So I ordered some because you told me about it. And I've been waiting to take it. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll have a story next week. Yeah, I hope so. About shitting. I hope not. About <laughs> no, shitting not the bed. That. No, no, no. But like a lucid dream and right. stuff. Because um, I think overall, like over this whole episode, we've like, you've brought up super good points. I love how we do like, we talk about doing an episode and then we do like a little bit of research on our own. And then we just like, you have input on the stuff I do and I have input on the stuff you do. And, um, I don't know, I, I, I'm excited to try some of the techniques that you added on, you know, about like, don't be scared to look in the mirror or mm-hmm. like, um, to audio put, say my dreams in audio mm-hmm. or even jot down a few notes because I do think I wake up in the morning and I'm processing my dream and I'm just like, I'll remember it because mm-hmm. I'm thinking of it so vividly. And then I don't, I forget all about it. Like as soon as I pick up my phone. So mm-hmm. It might be nice to just hit that record and be like, this is what I dreamed about, mm-hmm. like a dog hopping over a river or something. Right. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to write in a dream journal. That's boring. Or yeah. I don't have time for that when I first wake up or whatever. But really, it only takes a few seconds. Yeah. Right. Especially and jotting so, down notes. And like 
my advice, keep it in the bathroom. If mm-hmm. that's the first thing you do is get up and use the bathroom, you sit down, grab your pen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and write down a couple little things and get oh, yourself yeah. in the habit of doing that. I start my coffee. So... Uh, well, usually I play on my phone, but I won't do that. Well, then instead of grabbing your phone, put the notebook on top, top of your of phone. phone. So I'm you have to grab that for... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get out of bed, so I'm going to reach for my notebook and write mm-hmm. it down. I I, I mean, it takes a, a, I mean, dis- a form of discipline is... Mm-hmm. Um, but they say it only takes 30 days to develop, to develop exactly. a, hab- a habit. So if you can just... Mm-hmm. Because the benefit is so worth it. Yes. If you can expand your consciousness and learn how mm-hmm. to lucid dream and be able to do simulations in your dream and have sex and fly and yeah. manifest and all of these things. Yeah. Take 30 day, do a 30 day challenge. Yeah. You know, instead of reaching challenge. for your phone, reach for your recorder okay. or your starting, notepad. Starting, starting today. Yep. Right. Starting today. I'm doing it. Right. All right. Well, we're hitting about close to the hour mark, so we're going to have to wrap up for tonight. I don't want to because this is like fun and we have... We have more stuff to talk about, but that'll have to wait. Um, All right. So if you guys want to write in a story or you want to ask us questions about this episode, hit us up on Facebook under our Saudi Omni page or our Lionsgate podcast page. Give us a like. Um, Or you can email us at Saudi and Omni at gmail.com. S-A-H-D-I-A-N-D-O-M-N-I at gmail.com. Um, next week we're gonna talk about our past our path and present and we just hope that you guys keep your minds open and stay tuned namaste